0: This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 727, Bad Luck. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2021. That's bit.ly slash atareads2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash as where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash as to get your free trial today.
1: Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh?
0: You're listening to another episode of All Things as Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maidros! The Commander of the Fell and Master of Demons, Vandath! The non vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the High Priestess of the Everlight, Ellie.
1: She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the World of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth!
0: And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Allie.
2: Hey, Allie, how you doing? Hello. I am glad to be here and to hang out with some friends and, yeah.
0: Where else would you be on a Monday night in March 2021?
2: Um, probably on the couch with my dogs.
0: <laughs> that does sound pretty comfy. <laughs> I'll tell you a story about my morning in post-show. It, it, it's adorable. All right. We'll talk about that later. I also have there Toasty, uh, also a dog owner.
1: Hello. Hey,
0: bud.
3: How you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. It's been, a, it's been an okay day. Good to hear. Ter- not terrible. Not, you know, superb. But it could definitely have been a worse day. So, you know, it, it wasn't as bad on Monday as Monday could be.
3: Uh, so you you too fell into the trap of the of the decidedly meh day. You know, it, it was a mad day, but for a
0: Monday, it was better than meh.
3: Okay, so it's, a rel- like, it's a relative meh. Okay,
0: a relative meh. Yes. All right. Uh, if this is any other day, it'd be a meh day. But comparatively to what ma- Mondays can be, it
3: was pretty good. All right.
0: I got to, you know, be keep it in perspective, you know.
3: Yeah, perspective is important.
0: Indeed, indeed it is. Uh, so Allie, how was your weekend? Wow,
2: it was pretty good. I'll let Tosu talk about um raid stuff, but I did get together with some guildies after a one night and did a plus eleven necrotic wake, which was my highest mythic key so far in the sixth mansion. And I, I halfway didn't mind it because I got to actually DPS it, which was, it was nice. It was refreshing. I do think it was a mistake for me to try to do it after healing a raid, because about halfway through, I realized my brain was just not on anymore. (laughs) And I was worried that I wasn't doing enough DPS for us to actually time the key. And that I I realized I probably shouldn't be doing this. I think my brain is shutting off. But we actually, we, we timed it. It was close, but, but we did. So that's what counts. So that was good. I'm finally getting to a point with my DK where I'm going to really start digging into the meat of the Necrolord campaign. Like the story. So I'm really excited about it. Like I did the initial, you know, oh, go talk to Venari in the Maw. Now come back. Now go talk to Venari again in the Maw. Go collect these, you know, burning embers over here and talk to Venari. So I got all that done and I finally got to go back and back in Maldraxxus and I think I finally got to dig into the meat of it. So I'm really excited to do that this week and really explore the story finally. And I did more Torghast. I decided Torghast is really fun on a Death Knight. I'm actually really enjoying that more than I thought I would. And that's about it for this week. There should be more gaming this upcoming week, so I'll have more exciting things to talk about next week. Cool.
0: And Mr. Toasty, how about you?
3: Um, I mostly did the raid thing this week. The raid, the raid thing was a big part of my week. We we got through our normal bosses, got all the way up to Sludge Fist on our first night. No, got the, the blood console on our first night. Got Blood Council down pretty quick from what I remember. And then we moved on to Sludge Fist. Uh, We wiped out it for most of the night. Note, I say most of the night because we finally got Sludge Fist Heroic down. And now we're on to Stone Legion Generals. Yeah. Which, um, stuff hurts a lot more. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it does. Like in normal, the mechanics were a little more forgiving, you know, if we if we if we didn't get the blades out, it was it was going to be fine because the, the 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 dot wasn't that bad. Oh, no, no. That dot is awful and heroic, and I feel sorry for Ali and the rest of the healers every time. Yeah,
2: but I mean, to to be fair, that was our first time seeing it like we hadn't watched a video or anything. We were just like, well, we've actually got down Sledge Fist, which we kind of were half expecting. So here we are. Yeah, I
3: mean, I think I I feel like we still made decent progress on still Legion Generals, despite, like you said, we didn't really watch video or anything like that. We kind of just jumped into it. Yeah, so it wasn't as bad as it could have been. You know, the important part is we got Sludge Fist down. Yeah, and as expected, I got no loot from it. which you know, I'm just learning to live with at this point. I'm gonna have a 194 helm and a 194 weapon for the rest of the expansion. Just do what, just do watch.
2: I think I still have 184 shoulders. That I've been stuck with for a while. And I didn't even realize it because I've been so focused on my gloves, because my gloves are like 190 something. I've been so focused on those, I missed that my shoulders are still 184. I was like, oh, look at those. Okay.
3: Well, <laughs> at least at least your weapon isn't uh that low, right? I mean the weapons are true. Weapons, I got 213, so and the weapon is the big stat stick, and uh, yep. I have two of them and when one of them is not so great uh it kind of sucks
2: true true
3: uh, but yeah it was like, like I said it was mostly raid for me i i did I did my chores on Saturday and Sunday uh, and uh I thought about going to Torghast, but then I got distracted by another game this weekend and spent most of the weekend playing that. So you know. It is what it is. That, that's that's about it for a while for me this week. What about you, Medros? Uh
0: Hmm. Um So I keep a week in WoW text document that uh that I chronicle everything interesting that happened this this week. It's empty. Uh, it was literally a log in, do my callings, uh, if I need to, uh, do a couple, like do two that are in the same zone if there's, if it's possible, uh, and log and go to, and log out. Like it was, there's no extra stuff this week and there was no extra cool stuff that dropped for me. Uh, I got no pets. I got no new mounts. Uh, I did get like three Paragon caches, um... Which is nice, as a bit extra gold there. And that's about it. Uh, not a whole heck of a lot to report this week. So, open for a more interesting week next week. Maybe. But we did get our living room reorganized on the weekend. And I barbecued last night.
2: Ooh. Does that count? What'd you make?
0: Chicken, steak, and like a potato, carrot, and, and butter with seasoning thing in a pot. Ooh, pump. tasty. It was delicious. Except the wife seasoned the potatoes and she used the wrong spices,
3: but- Whoops. Well, it, what, is what what it, it is what it is. What did she use that made it wrong?
0: Garlic Plus, when I just used regular garlic, like granulated garlic.
3: What's Garlic Plus?
0: Uh, it's a Costco thing. Oh, uh okay. not a huge fan of it, to be
2: honest. They're gonna dish garlic. I'm like, I love garlic. Give me all that. It's
0: like it's like garlic, and then it's like got a bunch of other seasonings in there, and the extra seasonings don't work well with it. Right. Um, Like that's good for some stuff. Not really a good on this one here. But but yeah, the the chicken was perfectly cooked. The steaks that I had were uh, the deliciousness of medium rare. Um, You know, just, just. Probably more medium than medium rare no no they're medium they like they're they're they got some little blood um and it was it was just a delicious meal last night um but yeah I did not do much in the world in the way of wow stuff did not do any more campaign stuff for my dK did not level my hunter anymore didn't bring anything else any characters over um didn't sell anything interesting on the auction house it was uh it was a uh, it was a week it was unremarkable, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, I, I got a couple of shinies; that are pretty cool, so I was happy what? for Pokemon at least. Which this isn't, isn't the topic of this of this show, so you know we'll move on from that. But uh, yeah, so nothing exciting or interesting, unfortunately. So let's talk about our first sponsor, shall we?
3: It's so. Our first sponsor are the good folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusiccom az, where they have over seventy million songs, thousands of playlists, and artists, including our artist this week, Rise Against. Um, you know, not, not 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 an unknown artist, but they 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 decided to put out a new track this past weekend, and Ooh. they uh, are putting out a new album on. I can't remember the exact date, but it's in June. Their newest song, the one I want you guys to check out, is Rise Against Nowhere Generation. It's a fantastic song, and I definitely recommend that. And if you want to check out the other the other offerings for Amazon Music, you can check out getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. And we'd like to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show. So this week in while WoW, we've got the Shadowlands Dungeon event. That's from the 23rd to the 29th. And then that's it. I mean, technically, trial of style is still going for a couple more days, but like, um, by the time the show comes out, it'll be done. Cool. Uh,
0: all right. Well, let's talk about our first news story. Uh, so back at BlizzCon line, uh, you know, we're we're used to BlizzCon being the place where they announce the annual charity bet, um, a a drive to donate money to a charity. Uh, on behalf of the player base um, and, and of course, Blizzard and Activision uh, to support a cause and get a cool pet. Often also a mount is involved, a plushie can be involved. All kinds of cool things uh, related to that that happens around that. And they announced that this year has been done way different than they've done in the past. So in the past, you buy the pet or the mount or the plushie, and a portion of the proceeds go to the 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 charity of choice. Well, this year uh, we are directly donating to the charity, and if we reach our main goal, we get one pet. If we reach our stretch goal, we get two pets. Um, and they announced the program this year, and we're really, really, um, really, really appreciate. How they're doing it this year um i i've had personal issues uh knowing that you know when we donate millions of dollars to a variety of charities over the, in the past um the company is very likely taking that as a charitable tax deduction which i i don't entirely feel is you know okay with me so i'm really happy with how they're doing it this year uh so with a direct charity donation, uh, the, the players are making the, the donation directly and it's still helping a really good charity, which is great. So the charity this year is Doctors Without Borders. And especially in the last year we've had, I think we can all come up with a few ideas of ways that uh, it's very good to have uh, a, a international medical uh, charity getting some goodwill and some, good, some funds. Uh, The first goal is $500,000 US. And if we meet that goal, uh, we'll get Bananas the Monkey. And it will be available to everybody playing retail slash modern WoW. So uh, everybody playing retail, not including classic. Um, You will not get this on classic. Be clear there. Uh, If we hit $1 million, we will get Daisy the Sloth. And uh, thankfully, they've allowed they've they've done it really in a really interesting way, which is that content creators uh, can create their own charity drive for this that will contribute towards the overall overall amount. And so, a community can band together and donate to have their um, their portion of it you Know as part of a community, uh, we actually created our own, uh, and that is at bit.ly slash 2021 pets And I will say it took me about 18 tries to get one that was not already taken. Because what do you know, 2021 wow pets is already taken, can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, if you haven't donated already, or if you feel like donating some more, uh, feel free to join our group, our team. And uh, we'd love to have you uh, contribute on behalf of the ATA community. Um, community. We set a goal, I think, of for 500. If we get beyond that, it'd be awesome. Uh, I'd love to hit that amount. We're already at $72, and it's only been around for a few days. So definitely, if you want to donate, if you want to contribute to this great cause, definitely bit.ly slash 2021 Pets ATA. Um, And yeah, uh, the overall charity uh, fundraising is already at $454,000, 841 participants, and 65 teams. Uh, I think that is great, and I look forward to seeing how well the WoW community can come out for this charity. And um, I would encourage Blizzard. if If we hit the million dollars really quickly, I, I I wanna see you guys come in with another one. Come with another 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 pet. Give us a third one if we can hit two million. Would, would you guys be okay with that?
3: Just just throw all the pets at me.
0: <laughs> or or amount maybe. Amount for four million or five million. Like I, I think that the the community can do it.
2: I mean that'd be cool, but I don't think they have anything, you know, already prepared for this.
0: Yes, because they don't have a crap load of models in the game that are never used use and, and just sitting in the game files.
2: True. <laughs> I mean,
3: I mean
0: there, honestly, there's just so many they could use.
3: I mean, honestly, anything that they give that they throw at us while we raise money for this very worthy cause is just a bonus for me personally. I agree.
0: Um, and there's lots of really like really successful teams. And like I said, this has only been out for a very, very short period of time. Um, and we're already seeing really good results from a lot of different groups. Um, I'm seeing Jen Eric Live uh, has raised over $700. Um, apparently, uh, Anduin Rin, uh has raised over $1,000. $1, uh, I mean, I get that he may feel a little guilt about stabbing somebody recently. So maybe, <laughs> you know, when he wasn't being wasn't mind-controlled... He just, you know, felt he needed to donate to a good charity, you know, to try and make up for that that stabbing. I mean, just a guess, though. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to chat with him
3: lately. I just want to point out that the top team is from Dalaran, US. Good
0: job, Dalaran.
2: Yeah.
0: uh, Pensive uh, from Dalaran, US. So congratulations. Uh, and Argenton U.S. House of Arathor is number seven. Uh, that's my server, and House of Arathor is a really great, ser- really, 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 great guild on that server. Um, though I'm surprised Alea yakta S isn't on this list as a significant guild that's donated because they're a pretty big guild. But uh, yeah, um, I-, I encourage everybody to uh, donate to this drive um, again really good charity that has done so much good work in the last year of this pandemic um and they could definitely use a little support from the the gamers out there so so let us uh let's talk about uh what has 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 hasn't started what's going on with burning crusade
3: update from the editor this episode was recorded on march 22nd 2021 at around 8 p.m central daylight time at the time of this recording the burning crusade beta had not launched today march 23rd 2021 as of 3 p.m central daylight time the burning crusade beta has begun at this time PvP content is not available for testing, and the use of third-party add-ons is disabled. Right now, you'll be able to test content up to level 64, and it is likely in the days to come that cap will increase further. If you wish to participate in beta testing, you can do that in the usual means. Go over to the World of Warcraft Classic website, scroll all the way down, and you'll find an option to opt-in to the beta testing. As of right now, it looks as though access to the beta is granted by invitation only, so go over to that website and opt in there, and good luck to everybody who wants to get into the beta. I will now return you to the snapshot of time when the Burning Crusade beta was in fact not live. Enjoy the rest of the show.
2: Well, you see, the Burning Crusade beta, it is not prepared. You may think it's prepared, but it's not prepared. That's what's going on. (laughs) <laughs> so, just today, actually, the internet, like, Twitter lit up and stuff because people were reporting that they were getting the Brewing State beta on their launcher. And I was like, oh my god, it's starting, it's starting! Devlore himself, Josh Allen, has come out and said, it is not starting. Calm down. <laughs> you may think it is, but it isn't. Apparently, there was some kind of bug where if you still had classic beta... You potentially got fla- got the- or were able to download a part of the Burning Crusade beta? It's all weird. That was a bug. Very much unintended. The people who were getting beta haven't even been flagged yet. Like, if, they were not even at that point yet. So... It's not on yet. I think it's coming soon, but not yet. And just to clarify, if you have classic beta on your machine, it's not necessarily a guarantee that you're getting Burning Crusade beta. Or if you're one of the people who had this bug happen to them and they were able to actually download a part of Burning Crusade beta, that is also not guaranteed access to it when it does officially come out. So if you hear reports about it that happened today at the Times recording on Monday, it's not out yet. Soon. TM.
3: And just a reminder for everybody uh, who listened last week, and know that Ali Medros and myself have a small have a small thing going about when this is going, when when we think the band is going to come out. Medros said April sixteenth. Ali said April sixth. I said April first. So we are all still very much in the running because I think we, (laughs) we 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 decided closest without going over.
0: Yeah, like, I know it's not going to be on the 16th because that's not a Tuesday. Though a beta can launch any time, really.
2: Yeah. Sometimes as long we as... have weird Thursday things. You never know.
3: As long as our guest is not in the... Oh, uh, wait. Oh. You no, know, it's fine. It's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you were also 19... not prepared.
0: 1986 video games killed Toasty.
2: Here first, sure, <laughs> anyways. So that's a thing that has happened, but not really happened. And now we're gonna move on to something else that has happened.
3: Yeah, you know what, guys? I would love to talk about some of the funner stuff that ha- that's happened over the past week. Did you, know you guys know that two players brought down Classic Anixia in 57 minutes? That would have been cool to talk about, or the people who downed. Uh, the three people who downed a heroic or normal uh, shriekwing without a healer—that also would have been cool to talk about. Instead, we're going to talk about something very depressing and really sad. Especially considering some of the other news we've heard this past week coming out of Blizzard. Uh, unfortunately, a bunch of other, a bunch more people from Blizzard have uh, lost their jobs over the past week. Uh, th- this there there were two sections of. The company that's that were affected by these layoffs. There's the esports division of Blizzard, which w- will mainly affect the Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League. Um, the, the, the reasons decided for that is planning for the, what the future is for these leagues is being less dependent on live events so those staff weren't as necessary anymore. There's still going to be live events as part of these leagues, but there's going to be less of a focus on that going forward. In fact, it's possible that the majority of Overwatch League and Call of Duty League will be online only going forward. Um, now, these employees did receive some severance. They received <clears throat> a 90-day severance pay with a year of benefits, and like this, this is a bit of a slap in the face, I think. Uh, uh, a bit?
0: I mean... Yeah, that's, that's a very large slap in the face.
3: Yeah, a $200 Battle.net gift card. Yeah. It's just... Oh,
0: man. We don't want you, but please, please keep playing our game so we can count you in our numbers.
3: And that's just the eSports section of it. And these are the numbers that we know. We know, we know that they, I think they said 50 or so people were affected by the eSports layoffs. The, the the other yeah. portion of the layoffs, we don't know how many people are affected, and this affected. Uh, Sorry, go ahead.
0: I was say, uh, so yeah, like, uh, for what I was hearing, like pretty much all of Latin America has been closed out. Right. We don't know the exact numbers
3: behind that, though. Is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, that's all. I mean, I, it's not, I, I don't know. If that's a huge amount of people, but that's a huge a- aspect of the player base um that no longer has in language in in area support yep and and coverage for them um yeah. okay ali what's what's your thoughts i, I want to get your thoughts before i start going off
2: on my own on one hand i understand that the pandemic has changed things And maybe on one standpoint, logically to them somewhere, higher up financials of Activision because I think it's Activision that calls the financial shots for Blizzard, even though it's Activision Blizzard, but that's just my own opinion. Um, Maybe they thought this made sense to them because things have changed and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, they're... Last quarterly service earnings call was a very positive one, and they've made more money. And because everyone is connecting digitally, and blah, blah 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 blah, like this came as a big surprise to me. It doesn't feel good. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. Yes, it's a business, and they have to do what they have to for the business, but this is just really shocking, especially because. I mean, they have. I was thinking about it this this morning because I was, you know, knowing that we we're going to talk about it tonight. They have that lovely stadium they made for Overwatch League. Yes, the pandemic has changed a lot of things, but eventually we're going to get back to that. And for them to making these kind of changes now, it just, especially again, especially after that earnings call, it just. It doesn't feel good.
3: So, so one quick thing about the stadium for Overwatch League, it was, it was that's where all the players were. That's where all the teams were playing for the first two seasons of the league. It was intended with this season that they would start playing in their home cities, and the teams themselves would be taken care true. of, like where they would be playing and all that. I believe that, that that's true. I believe that arena was intent was going to be used for either the Gladiators or the Valiant or both. I can't recall, but it was going to be used by the LA teams as their home arena. Which which makes me which makes me question like the, the the transition to less live events and all that. I mean the, the owners of these teams, I would imagine, were like went into this with the expectation that they'd be able to make some money off the live events. And how will that affect their ownership in the league? So as far as I know, Philly was building um a purpose-built esports arena to meant to host a fusion and various esports events to be kind of included in that whole area of Philadelphia that has a bunch of sporting arenas and stuff like that. I think it's either Dallas or Houston that was either building or renting out a space uh to, to host an event. Like if they if they're if the intention is to transition to less live events that that's gonna put um, that's gonna throw a wrench into some of the plans for those teams uh, one more, a couple more things on the EU and Latin American layoffs these were only non-development teams looks like it was mostly publishing well publishing in the UK and in and, in and, and, and the EU anyway um it, it was operations teams in Brazil and Latin America. Um, looks like going forward, any any of the non-development teams are going to be reporting straight to Activision. Which is... eh. Yeah. uh, All this news, in addition to some of the other news we're going to talk about, is, is just straight up not a... It's a bad look. There's a bunch of news that happened surrounding Blizzard this week that makes this... Even worse, as from a PR standpoint, than what it could have been. That's that's saying a lot because any layoffs made by Blizzard over the past couple years is is scrutinized to the extreme, and I honestly can't say I blame anybody for that scrutinization. They've they've turned record profits for at least two years, and you know the, the things that people are going to remember most outside of the uh outside of the politically the, the political events is uh, the the layoffs i mean they had 800 layoffs that was last year right i mean everything feels everything it's called kind of blurring in but and and you know what they they, they got severance they got benefits and all, they they got a year of benefits and all that and that's great but i don't know it still feels freaking awful. And I, I'm i not happy about this. Okay.
0: So, 1.6 billion more in revenues in 2020 than they had in 2019. 1.6 billion dollars. That's a lot of money to me. And to me, that wouldn't be the sign of a company that needs to cut staff. Now, if they were eliminating positions, but assured staff that they'd find another position in the company, this would be a very different story. I I think we can all agree that. Like, totally different story if we are eliminating 50 esports positions, those staff will be repurposed elsewhere in the company. Right? It's it's a total different story.
3: Right, and to that end, we don't know if that's the case. To be fair, but it's not. It's definitely not widely known if 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 that did happen to some people.
0: It, it's absolutely not being reported as redistribution of talent. It's uh, it's layoffs.
3: No, I'm, what I'm saying is that we don't know if other people were given that opportunity and they were saved and they were not included in those fifty people. Yeah, we don't know that. The the the. One of the big okay, I can't say the biggest one of the
0: biggest concerns and there's so many concerns in this story. One of the biggest concerns for me as a player of many Blizzard games and a long, long time supporter of Blizzard as a company is the all non development teams now report to Activision. Um. No. That's not acceptable to me. Um, I don't want Bobby Kotick and his cronies in Activision taking over everything that isn't development. Because when you think about it, there's a lot of things that aren't development. Technically, community management isn't development. Uh, The publishing side is not development.
3: And from that big round of layoffs, QA is in development that I'm not bitter about at all.
0: That's a pretty good example right there, yeah. Um. I mean, okay. Pretty good example from an activision perspective, not from any reality perspective, just to clarify. Um I just I I'm I'm utterly baffled how Activision Blizzard can respond to the year their employees have done and have have pushed through in the last 12 months with this as their response. Oh, yeah, you know, we know you rocked it in 2021 or 2020. You collectively as a group did amazing things and Did more than anyone can ever expect of you. Um, Thanks, but we're going to let you go. Like, how... In any reasonable sense... Can somebody think that is an acceptable response? Like... The... I, I mean, okay, I understand the live events, people. Having to move to something else. Totally get that. What I don't get is how they can't be moved elsewhere in the company. there's lots of positions in your company. I don't understand why those jobs have to be lost. So that's kind of my first mental WTF moment. Um, the support consolidation across Europe and Latin America, publishing offices, uh clo- you know being consolidated into one in the UK. Well there's a lot of people and a lot of different dialects and and, and languages in the UK that are in, in Europe that now fall under one country. Um and you know if I was German or French and I knew that everything publishing was coming out of the UK, I kind of feel like, does does my region not matter? Like, you're giving this job to somebody out of England? Like, not saying that they can't do the job, but, like, if they took away Korean support and moved it to America for StarCraft II and StarCraft, I think the Korean player base might be a little angry about that, justifiably. Um, and I just I I don't get how somebody at Activision can sit there with a straight face and say this is a smart choice, that this will be a good choice to make, while so much of the world's still in a pandemic, like. I get that you know your Texas office is probably fully open now because Texas is its its own thing, um, which we're not going to get into. But like the world is is still in a pandemic. We're still going to get this pandemic until the end of the year probably, with all the variants that are going around. And you've just said to fifty to however many we don't even know how many at least 50 people thanks don't need you anymore good luck there's the door you don't want to know what i'm really curious about if activision blizzard's gotten any of the stimulus money that the u.s government's sending out because if they did and they still did this i think even less of the management of Activision than i did before And we're not going to get into it now, but don't worry, guys. This story gets even better later on the show. Let's talk a little bit about networking, though. So a networking community of Blizzard alumni was created, or is is coming soon, sorry. uh, So that former employees of Blizzard, or Activision Blizzard, or sorry, former employees... Uh, of Activision Blizzard, can, can have a way to talk and, and, and network and communicate and keep in touch. Um, so they're creating the Activision Blizzard alumni community, and it's open to anyone who's been a full-time employee, part-time employee, or an intern at Activision Blizzard, King, or any of the other substitutes such as Blizzard Entertainment. Um, this is great, because, you know, there's just a bunch of new people who now need to have uh, an access to, you know, more networking, because they now need to look for another job. Um You know, I'm thinking there's a guy out there who's got some gaming jobs he might have openings in that might belong in the Blizzard Alumni community. Did, did you guys think of that? Anybody you can think of that might, you know, use that as a recruiting
3: tool? I mean, there's a few. There's a few that could that could do that. I mean, you know, that's a pretty, that's a pretty big trend.
0: Ben Ben Brode could probably use some people over second dinner. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that Greg Street would, you know, invite anybody over to, uh, you know, Riot who wanted, you know, to make real money.
3: Although although Riot has its own problems that we won't get into.
0: Yeah, that's not that's not this this show. Um, but you know, I think he's a uh, uh, he's like.
3: Didn't Chris Metzen just announce that he, something that's coming tomorrow? Did he? Yeah, he, he tweeted out something. Uh, he tweeted out about something coming for Warchief Gaming on the 23rd. Well,
0: you know, Warchief Gaming is another, yeah, that's a really, another really good example. But I think there's like somebody who's been around a little bit longer than Chris, and a little higher in, in, in Blizzard when he was around.
3: Would you say it's in near the game. top? You know, yeah, I think he was pretty close to the top. Well, you know, I think Mike could probably use some help over at Dreamhaven. You know, that's the, that's what I'm
0: thinking about. Mike Morheim at Dreamhaven, building another gaming company that's not run by jerks. That could be a really good place for some of these people to land. Great idea. You know, maybe 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 he can get on this Activ- this Activision Blizzard alumni network and you know use that as a recruiting tool, maybe. And sadly, guys, me saying that is only only slightly tongue in cheek because I think that's a a Perfect example of something that this can be used for to, to get people out of the company that doesn't seem to really care about them. But we'll see how that goes. Um I, I would not be surprised if that Activision alumni community uh does not last long uh if they lose too many people to other companies. Just gonna guess at that. Uh but let's talk about Oh, let's talk about the heaping cup of salt to rub in the wound.
3: Yeah, Ali, give us the cherry on top of this gigantic pile of not great news.
2: I'm going to need a drink after this. So I tend to be a positive person or I look for the, the silver linings, try really hard to see things in, in a positive light. And because life's, life's too short. But to be honest, there there is... There's no positive way to spend this, and and this is, ugh, this is not easy for me. So, Eurogamer.net put out this article that basically explained the reason why I think this is Activision, and now Activision's just kind of call things financially, and even though it's Activision Blizzard, it's it's Activision. I don't care what anyone says. Um, Bobby Kotick. You know, leader of Activision and everything, with everything that's happened and and whatnot, is actually set up quite nicely to get potentially a two hundred million stock bonus from 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 things from this, from from everything that has happened, including you know the great quarterly earnings report they had and everything. Activision has said the total amount has yet to be decided but he's he's getting a crazy amount of money to the point that so there's this group I should have actually looked up what this was but there's this group CTW whatever it stands for it's basically an investment co- investment company that holds directors accountable for irresponsible and unethical corporate behavior and excessive executive pay and they're they're ripping him to shreds hardcore criticizing him as They really should be because yeah yeah um this doesn't feel good and this came on the back end of all these layoffs and you know they talk about how they're going to reorganize everything in the uk so it's one hub and whatever and that alone is making jobs redundant and on top of all the firings we've seen recently there are more people being told Your job may not be safe because you're being made redundant. So we might get more soon. And meanwhile, Bobby Kotick's over there making hundreds of millions off of this. And the last quarter and whatnot. And as is, you know, as Madras stated earlier, you know, Activision Blizzard (laughs) had the, the, the better than expected 2020 revenue with the 8.09 billion up from the 6.49 billion from 2019, and then last month they said they're expecting to hire 3,000 people in 2021, mostly in production and development. And this just it really is a bad look. Like Tosi has a great title because, like, I just this. What I I I am speechless. This is just so it is bad, it is sickening, it does not feel good. This guy has so much freaking money, he's getting even more. But then all you know, we've gotten so many just negative things on the financial side of things, you know, with how much money some employees make. You know, we had that whole thing and we've had all these layoffs, and then 2019 we had all those, and you know potentially have more soon. And here we are with Bobby Kotick just making all this money and it just yeah. it's it's sickening. It's nauseating. I I just I can't swear here so I'm not going to, but this is bad. It doesn't feel good and it just it sucks. It's just it, it's horrible.
3: You know, I'd be curious to see what kind of progress has been made towards that that look at their pay, their pay ranges and all that for, for within Blizzard, that document that was floating around l- last year. I'd be curious to see if any progress has been made towards addressing some of those concerns. My guess is no, but you know, we, like we, I don't think we've heard anything publicly about that. No.
2: True. I, and, but you're right. Like I would definitely have been wondering that as well. I'd lo- I would love a follow up on all that, but I, as I mean, I can't imagine how bad this feels for anyone who does currently work for Blizzard. I mean, for for me, like it it kind of feels dirty right now playing this game. Honestly, <laughs> like I'm I'm mainly not gonna stop, but it doesn't feel good knowing like here's Bobby Kotick over here pulling all this off, and like it can't f- feel good for those who also work. On these games we love and pour their heart and passion into it. And now all this ugliness gets brought up, and it's just, it's not good.
3: You know, Mud brings up an interesting thing in chat, and I'm going to expand on it a little bit. Who among us at one point in our lives, at one point in our playing this game, have thought, you know what, I would love to work in Blizzard one day? Yeah. I, I'm sure all, yeah. of, I'm sure the three of yeah. us have thought that. What, what are you guys thinking now? Would you want to go there to work?
2: I don't know. I mean, I still think about sometimes. I would love, I think some voice acting would be awesome, but now, like, it's, it's, it's hard to think. And there were some people from, I won't mention names, but that, you know, I know from the Blizzard employees who were pretty quiet <laughs> within those last week. Like those who would normally stream, for example, uh, didn't stream. They just, they weren't feeling it. And that's just gotta be so disheartening. And, my, my heart goes out to them because this is it doesn't feel good. I mean've I've worked for a corporation before that was, you know a nationwide corporation and had a rough idea of how much money the people at the top were making earn, and from earnings and whatnot compared to how at that time, I couldn't afford to eat. <laughs> sometimes in the earlier days of my job and that doesn't feel good and so having it be a global company like this and just it's 10 times worse 100 times worse and it's just it angers me i mean i don't know what else to say without swearing so what what would you guys like to add to this i mean if you still want to work at blizzard i mean that's that's on
3: you I mean if 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 people out there listening to this still still wanna like chase that dream and do it, you know, you do you fam. That it's definitely not on my my list of aspirations now. In fact, you know, just getting into game development in general, which was, you know, something that I wanted to do for a little while. No. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my corporate development job and be happy with that steady I've, you, you hear all these horror stories about what people go through working for these large gaming game development companies and I, I, I couldn't do it that's not a life I want to live um
0: thank you Ali uh, if it wasn't for the content reading of this that I try and keep on the show uh, what I'm going to say would be extremely different Um, and I'd have a few very choice words, uh, for Bobby Kotick. Um, so I'm going to say this in the best family-friendly way I can. Mr. Bobby Kotick, you, to me, are lower than the turd that I picked up off my shoe the last time I went to a park. You should resign and let somebody who has respect for the people who work for you instead of for your own wallet. You do not deserve $2.00. Never mind 200 million. I can think of an infinite number of things I would rather do than putting a cent in your pocket. And if it was not for the fact that you have a controlling interest in my favorite game in this entire world, I would not. And I know, I know without any doubt in my heart that the passion of Blizzard gamers for the quality product that is put out by Blizzard Entertainment, irrespective of what you, sir, put into the game and into the company and the effect you have on this company, irrespective of that, those games succeed. It is not because of you that those games succeed. It is not even a, a factor that that you have on any aspect of those game creations. You do not code, you do not draw, you do not promote, you do not support. You have no clue what the people you're firing on a seemingly every couple of years basis at this point, are doing. You put a flowery words at the end of 2020 of, oh, our companies did so well because our employees were so dedicated, blah blah blah. Back it up with your actual actions, Bobby Kodik. Have respect for the people who did all this work to put out quality games, despite Epidemic, working from home with all the distractions and the problems that cause. You you, you talk about the quality of the games that are made by your company while you have no capacity to understand the effort and the stress that you're company and your industry puts on its employees. Just don't get it. How many of these people you've just fired have gone through crunch after crunch after crunch, trying to plan live events for two years of Overwatch League and and this is their reward. Thanks. Here's the door. And please understand. Bobby Kotick, the rating I keep on my show is the only reason that this isn't a curse-fueled invective on you as a CEO and Activision as a company. Because I'm going to hope that the leadership at Blizzard had no say in this. I'm going to hope Jalen Brack, Ian Hezacostas, Jeff Kaplan, and all the people who are in management at Blizzard didn't have a say on this. Like Ali, I was not a longtime believer of all the bad stuff is because of Activision. All the changes that could have a negative impact are Activision. No, sorry, you lost me. You lost me. 120% lost me. On any support for oh Activision is they, they don't they probably don't have a huge role. No, I'm sorry. You've now shown in 2019 and 2021 the effect you have on this company. The only reason and I'm confident in saying this without having any inkling in what goes on in Bobby Kodak's head, the only reason that they can justify this is because they did it in 2019 and they didn't take a financial hit. Again, that's not because we forgive you for screwing over people who make our games, people who support our games, and all the people involved in keeping Blizzard as a company active in the community and creating new stuff for us. That's, it, it, it's because of those people that we keep spending our money on this stuff. I think you'd actually make more money as Blizzard, for Blizzard as a company, if you just left Bobby Kodak. Leave, go away, don't come back again. $200 million pays a lot of people's salaries for a lot of people to keep doing the stuff that they're passionate about. People who, we now know, after 2020, have been taking it hard with low wages, lots of crunch, and, I'm sorry, disrespect of the parent company for a long time. I've been called in doing this podcast a blizzard shill and a blizzard hater. And I'll tell you guys, listening to the show, if you don't like what I'm saying right now because I'm too much of a hater, well, guess what? Somebody has to say it, and I'm tired of too many people out there just burying their heads in the sand, continuing to support Blizzard and Activision irrespective of how they treat their employees. a a respectful and fair and good employer would never take a bonus for firing people. A good boss will say, no, I don't want that. Let's put that towards keeping these people employed and restructuring to find a place for them in our company. And you, Bobby Kodak, are not a good boss. So feel free to show yourself the door in the next round of layoffs. Because I'm sick and tired of your crap.
3: Alright. What do we got next? I, I, I think that's it. Did I ca- adequately capture my feelings on this? Do you think? I think that adequately captures a lot of people's feelings on this. Mm-hmm. I, uh, especially, especially the people, especially people like us who obviously care about the game and the people who make the games. Because you know, like I, whenever I hear about stuff like this, it puts it puts me in a in an interesting position. And it's a hard position because, you know, I would love to not throw any more money towards helping Kodak get this bonus or whatever. But at the same time, I know that all those employees who put their who put the, who, pour, who pour their hearts into this game, um, if, if people were of the similar mind and and just to stop supporting it, so stop supporting them, they will be affected. And then we're getting to get more of the it's it's. It's the same thing we talked about. It's the vicious circle. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a awful circle.
0: And it, it's 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 like I heard once, a bad boss will take credit for the good stuff and blame others for the bad stuff. And when the company's doing well, Bobby Kodak's happy to take a bonus for it. And will do whatever he can, including get rid of people, to get that.
1: I
3: think many many sums of the best here. I'm tired of this hostage situation. Giving them record money still results in job losses. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and, and it's because like, there's so there's so many talented people there. I, you know, I like we all know how much I love I love watching the Overwatch League. Yeah. And and now some of the people who were who were behind in that success are not there anymore. hmm Like
0: I feel like we're in a no-win situation. We give them money, give them more money. 1.6 billion more mon- more dollars than last year. And they still lay people off. But those numbers would be even more if we had given less money. So like my normal recommendation is vote with your wallet, but vote with your wallet will hurt our friends. And I, when I say friends, like I, the the people that we are close to, that we we care about the future of in this company. Like, like manny's right. It's a hostage situation, and it's a lose lose hostage hostage situation. There's no way we're we're. There's no way out of this. There's no way out of this that doesn't hurt people we care about as gamers. If I thought canceling all things Azeroth tomorrow would turn Blizzard around, I'd do it in a second. I would take 14 years of podcasting and end it in a split second if I thought it had an impact, but it won't. They've shown that they in 2019, they announced record profits. And wait we, days later, they fired a bunch of people. 2021, record profits. They fire a bunch of people. There's no good path. So, if all I can do is rant and tell Bobby Kodak what kind of a dirtbag he is to vent my frustrations. Knowing that he doesn't care, even if he heard this, he wouldn't. He'd laugh. Like guarantee, he'd laugh his ass off. Like I, 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 don't know what can be done. I don't know what a responsible gamer can do. Because yeah, uh, we we lose either way. I don't know. Can we cancel Bobby Call please? Can Can somebody get? Can, somebody in charge of cancel culture get on this please i'm only half joking on that <sighs> anyways let's let's move on to some entertainment that's what we're here for wow's well, entertainment we let's talk about some entertainment so today's show is brought to you by audible get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash reads 2021 that's bit.ly slash reads 2021 Nearly. 500,000 times choose room for your iPod or MP3 player. Now, today's book pick is the next book in the Expeditionary Force series, and that is Paradise. So let's give it a listen now.
1: Specialist Jesse Cornpone Coulter took a freshly cleaned pair of white cotton gloves out of a box, put them on, and adjusted the surgical face mask to completely cover his nose and mouth. Checking himself in a small mirror attached to a tree, he took a deep breath reached down into the pen, and carefully, very carefully, picked up a small, yellow, fluffy thing. It was a chick. A baby chicken. On paradise. A small miracle. Or, the chick was small. The miracle was great. Jesse held the chick up to eye level, inspecting its feet. Everything looked fine, or it looked fine as much as Jesse knew about chickens. A month ago, what he knew about chickens was that they tasted good and produced eggs. Also, that they weren't bred to be smart. Smart, ha, he thought as he set the chick back down in the clean straw of the pen.
0: So that again is uh, Paradise, Expeditionary Force Book 3, uh, written by Craig Allison, narrated by R.C. Bray. If you'd prefer to purchase this at a local bookstore, you can get this in paperback and hardcover. A thought. But we want to thank Audible for sponsoring the show. Alright, so let's talk about uh craftable Ma Mounts and such in our question of the week. So last week's question of the week was Are you going to be chasing the Craftable Ma Mount or are you waiting
3: for, for 9.1 for quicker traveling in the Maw? Darksting77 says, I'm waiting. I'm just doing the Maw Soul Quest anyhow for a renown.
2: Generator G1 says waiting until 9.1 for me. And Cyrub KOC says, I'm going to go into Twisting Quarters layer 8. And demand my rent money, but accept payment in only a mom out.
0: Uh WookieBH says, neither. Too busy leveling Alts to see all the Covenant campaigns to care about the Mom. And Love Sweet Charity says, Yeah, because I eat all the things, not only because it's a Mom Out. So next week's question is which of the charity pets are you most excited for and why? Sloth. Because it's
3: a sloth. See, I, normally I wouldn't say the sloth because it's freaking adorable, but I'm just, in my head, I'm concerned about how it's going to interact with my transmog because I've got that sandstone strapped to my back. What's going to happen with that? I don't know.
0: Well, you will have to put a ticket in to make sure that they uh,
3: have accounted for that. Hopefully, it's just hang on to the spinstone, and when I do my night elf dance, it spins around on the spinstone
0: at the That'd same time. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh! I'd laugh if the sloth gets like thrown off and then like has to jump back on.
3: That'd be so cute. It'll, See, it'll, it'll, me- climb, it'll like climb up and stuff. Oh
2: man, that would be really cute. See, for it me, I, I I like them both, and I'm excited about both very much. But there's one thing that was set apart. Because you got the sloth on your back, right? I don't know if they're going to make this possible, but hear me out here. If I can have the sloth on my back, cap and crackers on my shoulders, scuttle, carrying my rum, and then scuttle, which is a crab for those who don't know, um, scuttle on the crab toy mount for your companions. And if I could have all of that plus the sloth on my back, then the sloth would clearly win. And that's saying a lot because I'm entertained by monkeys, and I really like the monkey too. So,
0: I I think Manny has a great idea here. But don't you think so, Toasty?
3: <laughs> no.
2: For those on so chat, said, it says go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Manny says if you were wearing if you were wearing a sin stone, the sloth transforms into Pepe permanently.
3: And I, I I I no. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be a
0: toasty exception to the code, so every pet turns it to to to, to a peppy.
1: If
3: a BattleNet ID equals whatever my BattleNet ID is,
0: say <laughs> don't say your BattleNet ID, man. You're gonna fly with the invites.
3: It's on my Twitter.
0: Fair point.
2: What if it transformed into Rathion on your back, Medros? Hmm.
0: I I never have another pet out.
3: Mud, <laughs> if there was a Pepe battle pet, I would purposely go. I would purposely keep it at level one and just throw it at level twenty five pets.
2: <laughs> you would too.
0: <laughs> and you know, like I I, I want people like you 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 cannot turn it down. It will. It's forced upon you, and you can't delete it either. That's just awesome. But you said, Awesome was what you thinking? I know. Uh, all right Um, so um, now that we've got our question of the week and our ads out of the way and uh, talking about all the great news out of Activision Blizzard uh, let's talk about some shout outs Uh, Allie how about you first
2: my shout out is to man there's so many um, I'm just gonna do a shout out to my friends in general, <laughs> and the, the the positive people in the community. You know, it's been a rough year for everyone, and when you have your your friends you could talk to about life and whatnot, it just it makes things easier. I'm not gonna name names because too many they all know who they are.
0: Oh, thanks. <laughs> I say, assuming I'm one of them.
2: You're, you're a friend, yeah.
0: <laughs> glad to hear it. I, I, I'm glad to considered a friend.
3: Toasty, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna echo that shout out. Just because, yeah. I mean, it's it's been it's been a rough year for everybody, and I think this year, more than anything, has shown the importance of being able to lean on people. For whatever help you might need, whether it be struggling with. I, you know, I'm not going to name things because there's so many things that people can be struggling with, but yeah, um, it helps to have somebody they hear hear your event and just listen, just be a sounding board. They don't need to say anything. Just be there to listen, which is fantastic. Also going to give a shout out to all the employees who were affected by these layoffs. I hope you land on your feet. Because uh, yeah, it's a, it's a rough time, I'm sure. <clears throat> I am also going to give a shout out to the Buffalo Sabers, who almost have as many goals as Connor McDavid has points. <laughs> the Buffalo Sabers have have fifty nine goals this season. Connor McDavid by himself has 60 points. Now, that's goals and assists, mind you. But still, good good job, Buffalo Sabres.
0: So you did three and you stole mine. Okay. All right, then. Uh, so I am going to echo Toasty uh, and say uh, my shout-out goes to all those who uh, either have at present lost their jobs at Blizzard, uh, or uh, likely very soon we will be losing their jobs at Blizzard. Uh, y'all didn't deserve this, and uh, it is infinitely unfair uh, that you all will soon be looking for new jobs uh, at a time that is incredibly hard uh, for anybody to deal with. Um, I hope that uh, you all can land on your feet, and... Um, that the, the ground under you is soft and, uh, isn't uh, too painful to try and, um, just to, to, uh, work through stuff. I've, uh, I've entered, uh, unemployment periods in, in very hard times myself in the past. Uh, so I very much know how you guys are feeling. Um, And, uh, I, I do hope that you guys are able to find, uh, positions going forward that, uh, uh, treat you, uh, better than you have been treated, uh, by your now former employer. Um, and, uh, I, I hope to see great things from all of you.
3: Yeah. I just felt like they deserve double the shout outs, man. I mean, it's a rough time.
0: Uh, and, uh, I think we can all guess my what my words would be to uh, one Bobby Kodick, uh on this one. So I'm not going to have to say it. That's it. Uh, let's do our outro and uh, wrap this up.
2: If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash all things AZ. Join our new net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz. Medros is at Medros. Fandeth is at fandeath. Toasty is at toastypostycan. And Ali is at K. And you can find the network at dawnforge. And please, check out the other shows from the Dawnforge Network, including GroupQuest.
0: We'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of 500,000 Get to Banana. Copyright 2021, Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.